jump in the hurdles Getting caught in that rush of doing so much I'm feeling kind of worn out All this checking the boxes Trying to be flawless Has me spinning my head Catching my breath Too afraid to slow down I tell myself to keep this up That God wants more than just my love But I've been complicating things It's just like me to overthink Gotta keep it real simple Keep it real simple Bring everything right back to ground zero Cause it all comes down to this Love God and love day late and we do apologize but we had some technical issues yesterday so anyway i'm here today with trish hey trish hi it's glad to be here today yeah and i can see today that she's actually feeling better yes, so absolutely. Uh, yeah so anyway uh i just want to welcome everybody uh to this special podcast uh today uh it's called iron sharpens iron part one trish is going to be doing that for us but before we do that we want to get into a few things uh first off we want to get into uh that um we um have two uh facebook sites uh love god love his people and can i pray for you and and trisha you do something special on can i pray for you what what is that again um words of treasure and i also do like prayer for today or quote of the day Okay, great. Well, all of this leads to nothing but positivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we do on these two sites, and uh, they're growing like crazy. And we want to thank everybody out there yes. for participating. We have uh, several people who participate daily, and we try to say a thank you on there to them uh, and everything. Plus, we've got our active website called lovegodlovespeople.com which now there will be a blog on there. There isn't yet because uh, the person that's writing our first blog, her name is Rennie Lawyer, and uh, as soon as we get together and get that, that blog done, you'll be able to go on there and read the blog. Go, Rennie. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, we want to also uh, let you know about a new ministry that we're going to start here and this is kind of a not just a personal ministry, but a, a huge can be a huge ministry, and we're going to call it the backpack ministry. We're excited about it. Exactly. The reason we're doing this uh, is uh, my wife Nadine West uh, and her son Jesse was at a subway uh, the other day getting her mom, who she takes care of, a, a sandwich, and they ran into a young man. Uh, 
at this uh, at this subway, and this young man uh, was leaned up against the wall. He was very weak. He was very uh, he he was begging is what he was doing. And he looked at my wife and said, "I'm so hungry. Can you can you get me something to eat?" And, and uh, she she agreed to you know get him whatever he wanted to eat there and everything. The young man was extremely polite and everything. Um, uh, the what made him distinctive was the his his politeness and everything and and uh, he had a uh, uh, possibly military tattoo on his uh, underneath his eye. Uh, we think he might have been in the navy, but uh, he he came down here uh, following a young lady from Fort Hood or Fort Cavazes now. And uh, uh, she threw him out and uh, threw everything he owned to the curb. And he had been homeless for about three weeks. Uh, my wife uh, bought him something to eat, something to drink, chips, and gave him a $20 gift card so he could go back and, and get him food so he, so he doesn't become that weak anymore. And it really bothered her. And she came home and told me about it. And she said... You know, I thought if we if we started uh, a ministry to where we buy these backpacks and we fill them with things for the homeless, like blankets and towels, uh, a can opener for sure to be able to open some can, put food in there, blankets, possible small tent, uh, coupons uh, to where they can go to the local, um, um, what's it called, Trish? What? The uh, the uh, place where they give clothes away and stuff. Oh, um, Goodwill and stuff. And yeah, yeah. And the, different things. And you can also have the, they have clothes banks where, you know, like churches and stuff give away free clothes. Exactly. And we're going to put a list of these places in these backpacks uh-huh. and everything for these people to, to um, be able to have something. You know, and an, another thing that we could put in the backpacks too is like the hygiene um, things. You know, women need special things, and men need you know deodorant, you know, shaving cream, whatever they, whatever a, a man might use. Exactly, and and we're going to put uh, packages of wipes in there too, yeah. so they can clean yeah. up uh, if they have nowhere to shower or bathe. Right. Uh, but we're going to try to help as many people as we can get off the street. Now, we're going to start out with four of these backpacks in the back of our car. They're already made up and everything, and you already have them. So if you see somebody who needs one of these, you can give them out. Now, when I said this was going to be a personal thing, uh, we're going to do this for our car. Uh, and um, what we're asking is other people do the same thing. Maybe you don't want to go with four backpacks. Go with one. Have one ready at a time uh, that you can do these things. Uh, or maybe have one for um, somebody that has a child. Uh, you know, children. Yeah, I- exactly. There's, I see a lot of people, and I'm not talking about someone that's out there just to get money. I'm talking about people that are actually living on the street with their children. Exactly, and they're and, hungry. And they're hungry, and and they need clothes, and they need, you know, they need things. Exactly, so exactly. I think that you should maybe get a, the smaller backpacks for the children, you know, that you could put children clothes and different exactly. things in it. Yeah. And, um, and then if, if you run into somebody, you've got a backpack for the parent, 
and a backpack for the children. Yeah. Now, a lot of people out there go, well, this could get expensive. Well, not really, because there's an app that you can go to. It's mm-hmm. called Timu. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use it a lot and everything. And what they do is they sell stuff very, very cheap. You can buy large backpacks for as little as seven dollars, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, and then you can you can fill them from there. And then if you spend uh, like fifty dollars, they give you a hundred dollars in credit. So you're not actually spending anything. You see, right. you see what I'm saying. But what we're going to do is sometime. Uh, on the on the uh, uh, not the website, but on on the Facebook sites or somewhere, we're going to put a list of things that you can put in these backpacks. Now, if you don't feel like doing this yourself and you want to contribute to our backpacked fund, because all the money that we we raise and we get are going to backpacks, not not to me, not to Trish, not to my yeah. wife, not to anybody, but to those people who are out there on the street that are hungry and that are homeless. And not only in these lists I talked about that we're going to make of churches, uh, a list of churches that that have food banks, that have clothing banks, that have ways for people to have some place to stay or to be able to get them into a shelter. Uh, We're going to do this. um, uh, And if, and, and if, we're, we're at, this is what makes it not personal because we're asking other people out there too. do a backpack, put it in the back of your car, you know, and when you see somebody, stop and give it to them. Don't take but seconds and then ask them if they can, you can pray for them, you know. Um, yeah. If you're a church out there that listens to us and you want to be put on this list and want something special, contact us, okay? Uh, there's several ways you can contact us. You can contact us through the website at lovegodlovespeople.com mm-hmm. and uh, write us a note, write us a message, give us some instruction, uh, ask for our address uh, that you can mail something to or that you could bring something to, and uh, we will we will make sure that it that it does happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very excited about this uh, ministry, and we believe this will be a strong ministry that we can help those people on the streets we can show that love to other people that god wants us to through god well it's kind of like we speak the love of god we need to show it exactly uh actions speak louder than words has anybody heard that you know exactly right and so that's what we need to do we need to stand up as christians because christians out there being quiet we need to stop it okay we need to stop all that we see all the, the problems that are coming out of the uh, Mideast uh, through Israel and everything where, where our sister country is being brutalized, not just a war, a brutalization. Uh, I, I listened to the news the other day, and they killed babies. And do you know how they did it? They cut their heads off with a shovel. Isn't that the most hideous thing you've heard of? So so we're going to pray today, and I'm going to ask Trish right now mm-hmm. to say a prayer uh, for all of us, mm-hmm. including Israel. Trish? Father God, we come to you humbly today in the name of Jesus with a, a heavy heart. Um, Lord, I just ask that anybody that's listening to my voice will be moved by your compassion that will love only you and father god that this will mean something to them in the name of jesus that what we stand for is love god and love his people and everyone is your people some are not saved 
but they are still your people. You created them. And Father God, we pray for Israel right now in the name of Jesus. And we just ask you, Father God, that peace come to Jerusalem. You said in your word to pray for them that the peace would come upon Jerusalem. And Father God, help all of our countries, Father, to rid this enemy that we're fighting in Jesus' name. We cover Israel with the blood of Jesus that he shed for them. And it's already been done. All they have to do is just reach out and touch him. And we thank you, Father, for that in the name of Jesus. Every need that is needed here today, Father God, I ask that it be met by your will. It, your will will be done in everything. And Father, thank you for your protection and thank you for always walking with us and carrying us when we can't walk. And we thank you. We pray that this podcast will be a blessing unto you. And in Jesus' name, we say amen. Amen. Wonderful prayer, Trish. Wonderful prayer. Well, uh, before the prayer, I stated that Christians have become weak. We have mm-hmm. uh, become weak. Uh, not just our country's been destroyed, but they're trying to destroy Christianity yes, and, and 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 uh, uh, Judaism's and the ones that love God and everything. Now, Trish told you not everybody's saved. Not everybody is saved, but you know what? Everybody has the opportunity to be saved. Okay, and that's, well, that's what, what we're all about. <laughs> that's what we're doing out here is we're 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 trying to bring things to you that make you believe that God is real and that Jesus is real and giving your life to him would be the best thing that you could ever do. But for right now, we're going to go ahead and go back to Trish and uh, we're going to ask her to do the podcast called Iron Sharpens Iron Part 1. Trish. All right. Proverbs 27, 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so so one person sharpens another. The simple statement helps us to understand that one is alone and that to make yourself better, there is a mutual benefit of making others around us better too. The proverb highlights the truth that people affect one another. Words and actions define relationships for better or worse, and they change people so people need to act accordingly. God's believers should be wise, questioning, encouraging, coaching, and challenging each other. Like a piece of hard iron will sharpen another piece of iron, the interactions between two people will shape and change one another by using gentleness in doing so without harshness and ungrateful words. We need to show genuine care for people with clear expectations, being honest in our conversations, praising one another in public and correcting in private, helping to develop, to discover, to discover their strengths and passions, to build genuine relationships, speaking vision and possibility into people we are we all lose our edge just through the normal process of usage we can all get rusty and become dull just like a knife or a bladed tool needs friction to bring out its full potential we too need to be buffed and polished by others so our capacity can increase and our character can expand People who value the sharpening 
process willingly by placing themselves in environments where this calibrating (laughs) I have problems with that word I I know what it is but (laughs) I have problems saying it I'm sorry Um, where this calibrating process can happen in their own lives blades can't restore or sharpen themselves to full potential without the help of others people need other people we are to polish others so they have an opportunity to grow learn share expand transform hearts are encouraged minds enlightened and spirits inspired you can help sharpen others Redwoods that grow in Northern California are known to reach almost 350 feet tall. But that's not what's amazing. It's the roots. They are only 6 to 12 feet deep and they spread out horizontally 50 to 80 feet on each side of the tree. The reason the giant redwoods don't fall over in stormy weather is that their root systems are intertwined with each other. The roots from the surrounding trees support the one redwood swaying in the wind. It's the grove of trees and the roots of the surrounding redwoods that support the individual tree. In times of stress, they can lean on the others. What beautiful picture of strength amid a community. The same is true in our lives we can lean on one another in times of difficulty fatigue discouragement we are strengthening and we are better because of it as the body of christ we forget that part of our job is to sharpen our brothers and sisters in christ so that the flame in their hearts put there by the holy spirit continues to burn Hopefully it will not be able to be contained in their lives by this judgmental, relative truth world in which we live, making this more and more difficult. Fear replaces caring, concern to speak truth into each other's lives. Fear needs, fear keeps Christians from sharpening others. How do you find someone who is trustworthy enough to sharpen you? How do we find someone like that? The scripture of God is a double-edged sword, Hebrews 4.12, and it is with God's word we are to sharpen one another, holding each other accountable for our behavior and virtue. We need to continually fellowship and communicate with one another, pray for one another in all pursuits that present opportunities for sharpening one another. Iron sharpening iron simply means that we make each other better people by following the teachings of the word of god and pursue virtue as our intent in closing this first half of this series i would like to go to first peter 2 1 through 3 which says therefore rid yourself of all malice and all deceit slander of every kind like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted the lord is good thank you trish thank you that was that was great and it it goes right along with what we're what we're talking about today about you know doing the backpacks out there and everything so so i'm going to cause a little friction in your life i'm going to challenge people 
to become involved with our new backpack ministry yourselves and have that ready when God gives you the opportunity. Do you think you happen upon these people? No, God puts you there. And God is saying, show love to these people. How is showing love? How difficult is that? Stopping your car, running to the back of your car, taking a backpack out and say, here, we love you. Can I pray for you? You know, right there on the streets. It says, with what Trish just said, you know, knives sharpening knives. We have to do this together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was like the story of the Redwoods. We need one another. We have to have one another to stand up with, to encourage each other, to inspire our hearts, to help us through the hard times. You know, that's why God gives a, a church or a Christian system here on earth so that we have other people to stand up with us and to help us through the hard times as well as enjoy the good times. Exactly, exactly. Now, uh, uh, one, uh, uh, I, I told you that Christians have become weak and everything. Uh, in our country today, We've, in, especially here in Texas, we've got open borders and everything, and we've got a lot of people coming through there. Now, a lot of these people aren't good people, but a lot of them are that are looking for a better life here in America where they can love God, you know, but they have to be helped. And this has increased uh, the street population. And we need to decrease the street population as a, as a, as a community uh, of Christians. You know, churches. Um, I love churches. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of churches out there doing all kinds of real good. But there are, other some chur- there are some other churches who open on Sundays and close the door. We've got one church near here. I'm not going to mention the name of it. But uh, they open on Sunday, and the rest of the time, their gate is closed and locked. You know, every time I drive by there, I, I try to understand why in the first place would a church have a gate. And locked just having a gate yeah. you know somebody pulls yeah. the gate closed you can't drive in you know you can't walk in you can't do it the house of god is supposed to be open you know supposed to be open and Amen. and we we need all of these churches to open their doors and say come in you know if you need a place to sleep uh we'll get some we'll get some uh bed rolls and 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 lay them in the church somewhere and let you sleep there, you know, and, and we're going to feed you and, and we're going to help you find a permanent place to live. All of these things is what we need to do. This is what the podcast today is about, mm-hmm. is coming together, okay? Not saying, oh, this is my church over here. I go to this church and I ignore all the other churches. You know, uh, a church is just a place you can meet God. Well, hopefully that Jesus is the, is the reason for those churches. <laughs> and we all love him. Well, I, I do understand that. But a lot of these churches say the reason is Jesus, but they're not showing his the, love. His love. They're, mm-hmm. they're not showing that there. You know, at his final meal with the 12 disciples, he had a criminal sitting there. A criminal, you know? So what are we worried about? And he still he still washed his feet that night. He washed Judah's feet that night, knowing 
that he was going to betray him. Exactly. And he still showed him that love and that courtesy. And that's, that's amazing. It, it is. It is. And that's the kind of love that we need to show. And when I say we, I'm talking about you, me, all the churches, everybody who loves God become one world church that acts the same. That loves Jesus and worships God. Exactly. It's not how big your church is. No. It's how open your church is. That's right. You know, we've got a lot of churches around here who are building bigger and building bigger, you know, in, in better facilities and stuff like that. But they end up being for their congregation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. The world is our congregation, people. Absolutely. The world is our congregation. Okay. Well, what we're going to do is um, we're going to say a prayer here in just a few minutes. It's called the sinner's prayer. And uh, when we say this prayer, if you feel God coming into your life, or you ask God to come into your life, because that's what you have to do. Sometimes you don't feel it. Exactly. But if you really want to start a relationship with him by saying this prayer with us, we'll start it today. Exactly. Now, when she says start it, that means this is a lifelong process. Right. You know, it's not just something you can jump into quick, quick and say, oh, I'm going to heaven now. Let me get on with my life. You know, it's not one of those. This is a lifelong mm -hmm. commitment to Jesus Christ and to God mm -hmm. and to learn how to do better and to try to do better every day. You know, to try if, and I will give you a challenge here, okay? If you can change the life of one person, one person, that's how we started this podcast. If we could get one person to listen to this podcast and one person changes their lives, that was our, that was our goal. We, we, mm -hmm. we did our job at that point in time, you know? Mm -hmm. But right now, we have hundreds and thousands of people that listen to our podcast worldwide. Mm -hmm. Worldwide, people. Okay? And I just want to say, if you say this prayer today and you don't have a Bible, we'll make sure you get one. Exactly. Because the Word of God is alive and living. And it will change your whole body, soul, and spirit, and mind, it will just change you. Exactly. And so I recommend that you read your Bible. I also recommend that you find a good Bible-believing church to teach you the Word of God and to show you the love of God. And become involved with that and church. And become involved. Not yes. just sit in the pew. Don't go in there and just sit in the pew. Become involved. Go to the pastor and say, I want to be involved. I don't know how. I don't know you know what you want me to do but i want to be involved i want to get involved with god and jesus you know yep and when you when you become involved get really involved in reading your bible daily and praising and worshiping god because it says in the bible that god inhabits the people that praise him exactly exactly so we're going to say this prayer okay. today and if you repeat after me you will be coming part of the family of God. That's right. Like you are a part of this podcast. Everyone who listens to this podcast, just not just listening to a podcast, you're part of it. That's right. Okay? That's right. We share this with you. Dear God, I know I am a sinner. Dear God, I know that I am a sinner. I want to turn away from my sins. I want to turn away from my sins. And I ask for your forgiveness. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. 
I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. I believe he died for my sins and that you raised him to life. I believe that he died for my sins and that you raised him to life. I want him to come into my heart. I want him to come into my heart. And take control of my life. And take control of my life. I want to trust Jesus as my Savior. I want to trust Jesus as my Savior. And follow him as my Lord from this day forward. And follow him as my Lord from this day forward. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Whoop, whoop. Hallelujah. Thank you, welcome, Jesus. Welcome, everybody welcome everybody to everybody. the family of God and Jesus. Uh, I hope everybody. And, ha- the, and the ones that are out there that are already saved and worshiping God and reading their Bibles and, you know, walking with him daily. Pray for these people that just said that prayer. Exactly. And, and, and the next thing, too, is if you're out on the street and you see somebody with a frown, smile at them. That's a kindness, okay? If you're drawn toward this person, ask them if you can pray for them mm-hmm. and do pray for them. But if you're not ready to do that yet, then pray for them in the privacy of your own home, in the privacy of your car. Mm-hmm. But whatever you do, whatever you do, don't quit praying. That's right. That's right. Pray, you know, even if they're short prayers. Shoot, I have short prayers all the time. Me too. <laughs> Going down the road or or I just think of something and boom, there's my little prayer coming out and everything. God doesn't care just as long as you're talking to him. That's right. You know, keep the keep the conversation open. And uh, build in a everything. relationship. Exactly. Exactly. So um, remind you what you're going to do this week. You're going to buy some backpacks, stuff some stuff into them, or you're going to give us a call and say, hey, will you send me a list? of what I can put in these backpacks. Tell me where I can get it to be affordable to me so I'll be able to do this. And let's see if we can't grow this ministry into a large ministry. Or maybe you share it with your neighbors. Exactly. And you can come together as a community to do the backpack. Like we used to Mm -hmm. as children, Mm -hmm. you know? Hey, if you know you've got a neighbor over there having a hard time, with with food or with anything like that, go help them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if, if you live next door to somebody who has long grass and you've got a lawnmower, go over and mow it for them. You know, there's so many things we can do mm-hmm. to show love, and that's what we teach you here on Love God, Love His People. If we want to find a way to change it, it all comes down to this: love God and love people. Love is patient, love is kind, rescues hearts and changes lives. Love is all we need to make things right. Gotta keep it real simple. It's really 